0: Hi, my name is Jen Rulon, and you may know me as Coach Jen. After knocking out 15 Ironman triathlons, I am an everyday healthy human just like you. In this podcast, we will discuss how to metamorphosize into an everyday healthy human through healthy physical habits and mindsets, as well as authentic living. Let's transform together in this journey called life and become the best everyday healthy human ever. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Everyday Healthy Human podcast. I am your host, Jen Rulan, or you may know me on the gram as Coach Jen. Well, this podcast is super near and dear to my heart because this is part two of why and how I moved to Costa Rica. This episode is going to be more about planning the move, but if you haven't listened to part one, that is me talking about my motivation and learning about Costa Rica and figuring out my love for Costa Rica. Now, the one piece of advice that I have to get you, the one takeaway that I have to give you from part one is that vacation in Costa Rica is extremely different than living in Costa Rica. If you come down in Costa Rica, you're down here for five, six days, maybe 10 days, you're like, oh my God, I could live here, no problem, right? But then living here is totally different. If there's an opportunity for maybe you work online, maybe you're a digital nomad, what I have been since 2013, if you could come down here for four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks at a time, then I highly recommend it because once again, being on vacation and then living here are totally two different things. So that's my piece of advice from episode one. If you haven't listened to episode one, go back to that. That will be in season one, episode 27. We're gonna talk a little bit about the legal aspects and what you have to do to come down here for the legal aspects. Because people ask me, do you need to be a resident? Do you need to have a visa, et cetera, et cetera. So as of December 11th, 2023, Costa Rica now offers 180 days for you to be in the country. When I first moved down here, it was only 90 days So every 90 days I had to leave the country and there's a couple different ways to leave the country. It's pretty simple. You fly back to the States, you go visit family or friends or whatever that might be. You could fly to Mexico, you could go to Canada, you can whatever, right? You go back to your original hometown after those 90 days. You could do that. But Another option that a lot of people will do in Costa Rica is that they'll go to other countries among Costa Rica. You got Nicaragua, El Salvador, or you have Panama. Now, it's a little bit easier on, ta- on my side of town, my side of country, a little bit easier to get up to Nicaragua because Nicaragua, it's only about a three and a half hour drive. So you literally, you could take a shuttle You cannot drive your car across if you're renting a car. You cannot drive your car across a country. Heck, you can't even drive your car if you own a car across to another country. I know that's a whole other basket of worms. But anyways, so you could take a shuttle. That shuttle will take you up to the Nicaragua and Costa Rica border. You can walk across the border in Nicaragua. They'll stamp you. Within 30 minutes to 45 minutes, you walk back into Costa Rica. And guess what? You have your 180 days passport that you could stay in the country for 180 days. Now, that's Nicaragua. I'm not sure about El Salvador, but I do know about Panama. Panama, you have to go into the country and you have to stay there for two or three days. I can't remember I will actually put some links for y'all down below about the legal aspects on each country. In June of 2023, I had a, a wonderful opportunity. I was on the Caribbean side of, of Costa Rica and I had to get my I had to get my passport renewed. And so I was able to go down to Bocas del Turo. And it was absolutely incredible. I got a shuttle. The shuttle took me to the border uh Panama I walked across the border I mean I literally walked across the border and had my suitcase and my backpack the shuttle then picked me up and then drove me to the boats to Boca del Toro and then I took I was with some friends and then Boca del Toro to our hotel I was there for a few days but once again different countries ask you to stay either in the country to spend money like Panama Or Nicaragua's like, yeah, come across the border, get that stamp. So once again, this is December 11th, 2023. So if we have to make sure you go online to make sure that it's the same process, right? So that's the legal aspects. A lot of people ask about residency if they need a visa. But being a U.S. citizen, I believe the only way that I could get residency is one, if I marry a Costa Rican. And two, if I own a business that will provide jobs to Costa Ricans, right? That's that's a couple. And there's a couple other considerations I do know. Or if you own land or property or uh, a house, right? Then you can get your residency. That's other way to get your residency. There's also something that I applied for the digital no-man visa that. Costa Rica did start last year of 2022, but I don't feel like I need to continue the process anymore because of the 180 days that Costa Rica has provided for me to stay in the country. The digital no-man visa, I know that you had to provide that you were making $3,000 or above as an individual. If you're a family, you got to do $6,000 or above. Per month, per month, you have to provide that you have health insurance and it's up to date. And there's a couple other things. And once again, I'll put that link in there for the digital no man visa as well. But I really feel like it's not as necessary anymore because Costa Rica allows us to stay in the country for 180 days. Now, I don't know what's happening now, but Costa Rica immigration does ask you. To show your proof that you are leaving the country. Okay. How do you do that? You buy a flight and you return the flight. You could do it that way. There's a couple other ways to do that. What I have done is I have bought a flight, a one way back to, I don't know, Houston or Detroit or Florida, right? And with points, and then I wait till I get through immigration a couple of days later. And then I just cancel that flight and then get my mileage and my points back. Once again, there are other ways to do that. And if you want to DM me or you could email me jen at to ask more about other ways to to get that flight back, that flight back home. Okay. Financial, financial planning. You might think, oh my gosh, what do we, financial planning. Now, everything, everybody's bank credit cards are going to look different. So number one, when it comes to your financial planning, make sure your check debit card can be used at the ATMs down here. There's plenty of ATMs all around. Just make sure you know that currency difference, right? As of now, 500 colones, Costa Rican colones, is about slightly under a double, so slightly under a dollar. If you're, if it's 20,000 colones, it's going to be slightly under 40 bucks. So just always double it for now. But once again, that always changes. So make sure you check it out versus, and you might not be a US citizen, you might be a Canadian, right? So make sure you just check that out. Also, make sure your credit cards, I have an amazing credit card, Chase, and I'll actually share that link below for y'all. They don't charge any foreign tax or foreign fees. Oh my God. It's amazing. It's incredible. So pretty much everything I buy is on my credit card and it's with United. Hello. So then I get miles, right? So they do not charge a foreign tax. So Make sure you look at that for sure. Also, if you come down here, if you move down here, I have to tell you that for a U.S. American to find a job is pretty hard because Costa Rica is supposed to provide the Costa Ricans first versus the Americans or the foreigners, right? So if you have a specialty, uh, a podcaster, a triathlon coach, a life coach—that's me, right? Then I can work down here. I once again—I've been working online since t- 2013, so I have a specialty. I am not taking any jobs away from any of the locals, right? Because that's what you know. I can't—I probably can't go work at a at a bar or a restaurant or anything like that because I am not a local I'm not a resident now I also know that there are Canadians who live down here but they are married to a Costa Rican they have a child so they're able to work at a restaurant that type of thing okay one thing that I did do which was amazing was work for I worked for two Costa Rica travel companies Costa Rica Vacations Costa Rica Escapes I wrote for them I did social media for Costa Rican vacations those last six months, they are U.S. based businesses, plain and simple. So yes, y'all, I still pay my taxes just because I'm living down in Costa Rica. I still pay my taxes. So my U.S. taxes. So, But the great thing about having that connection, I was able to learn about the country by writing, by talking about social media. I was able to connect with so many amazing humans. That live here in Costa Rica, even expats that have moved down here, that have been here for years. I had um, uh, one of my coworkers is from. Oh my god, I always forget she's from Serbia, Jelena. I'm sorry, I always mess it up. She's been here for over ten years, right? She's been working for Costa Rica Vacations, and now it it's just it's it's amazing. Like just the connections I made. So. Just be mindful that if you are trying to find a job or trying to connect, make sure you have something solid in your own country. Just plain and simple. That's the facts of life. Now, I will tell you this Costa Rica is not the cheapest country in Central America. So just be mindful that if you're looking at Costa Rica, if you're looking at Panama, Nicaragua, El Salvador, really look to see you know what what's going to be best for you and your journey okay now is there anything that i wish i would have known when i came down myself i wish and we'll talk about this i really wish that i could have spoke the language a little bit better but talk about the opportunities of being surrounded by the the locals and being forced to talk the language to speak Spanish. I also told two of my podcast guests, Ana and Jonathan, that hopefully my goal is within a year that I will do a Spanish podcast. Wish me luck (laughs) y'all. But those are, that's the planning of the move. Now you may ask, well, what did you do every three months? For the most part, I went back to the States. I had to deal with my own legal aspects. I had to go sell my car. I had to, all these little other things, right? There was a lot of little things that I had to do going back to the States. So I would go back to the States every 90 days for the most part. But then over time is when I I didn't have to go as much and as often. So- there you go. That's episode two. I was going to keep these short and precise for y'all because there's a lot of information. All right, y'all have an amazing, amazing day. Stay tuned for episode three and four. Here be to y'all. Ciao.